0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast. Making Theology Central.
1: Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, November the 17th, 2022. It is currently 5.45 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. I need you to listen to me carefully. I need you to give me your full attention. I need you to pay attention. I need you to stop what you're doing. I need you to tell everyone around you to be quiet. If you're driving, I need you to pull over to the side of the road. You need to listen to me. Christianity in the United States of America is under attack. Christianity in the United States of America is being destroyed. Christianity in the United States of America is systematically being written out of existence. And that threat, the threat to Christianity, the number one threat to Christianity is... I am sick and
0: tired of all these goons and they promise them I'm watching tonight and I couldn't give a flip less. These goons that act like all of our young men hate what we are and are running as fast as they can to this limp-wristed, emasculated, skinny-jean-wearing,
1: girly-type preaching. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The thing that is destroying Christianity is skinny jeans. Skinny jeans Christianity is destroying real Christianity. This emasculated infeminate christianity is destroying everything oh wait, wait wait there's more
0: just say this we are we are living in a church world today where they have demasculinized the church they took away our manhood they want everybody to stand in the pulpit and act like little girls and act real effeminate and,
1: they, 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 they've taken away our masculinity. They, they've made it. I think I said feminine, effeminate. They, they're trying to make us act effeminate. We can't be men anymore. They want people to stand in the pulpit and act like little girls. That is the thing that's destroying Christianity. Christianity has become too effeminate. It's not masculine enough. And, and well, and, and, and the guys are wearing skinny jeans for crying out loud. This has to be the end of everything. Christianity is literally under attack, but wait, there's more. Brother, I'm not
0: interested in that. But it's a man that can get up and act like he's putting on a rock concert. Some stringy-haired, skinny-jean-wearing dude get up on the stage and lead everybody into a, a, a blazing rock song or something. Some man looks like a man. You guys with your skinny jeans. What is up with your skinny jean guys? Skinny jeans are invented by the homosexual crowd in The fashion industry, look at me. So some guy, some guy that's a homosexual can scope you. He's going to be a worship leader. Better watch out for these little skinny jeans wearing. uh, These little no neckties. uh, These little guys that like to sing Kumbaya. I'd rather stand up and listen to a man of God that can lead music. That's got the touch of God on him like Brother Lloyd. Let me go ahead on my rant one more time about these rock and roll churches with wicked members lifting up unholy hands listening to miss jagger dressed pastors with a little skinny tight jeans
1: skinny jeans skinny jeans are you are you noticing a theme skinny jeans is a thing that's destroying christianity skinny jeans skinny je- just 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 stay with me let's listen
0: with their tight t-shirts and their funky spiked hair
1: And spiked hair. and so, so effeminate, skinny jeans, spiked hair, uh, men who act like girls behind the pulpit. Okay, uh, uh, so I got to make sure I get it. Effeminate, basically men who act like girls, skinny jeans, spiked hair. These are the real threats to Christianity. This is what we must fight against.
0: I was preaching that out on skinny jeans. Can I just help you to understand you never have to worry about seeing Brother Curling in skinny jeans. Amen. Don't get a visual on that, praise God. And then had a pair of blue jeans on so tight that you could put a quarter in the back pocket or its his head or tail. Ha! And skinny jeans, you ain't skinny. Don't be like the president of the Southern Baptist Convention who wears skinny jeans sissy britches to preach his false gospel but then wears a suit to the lighthouse.
1: Skinny jeans! Skinny jeans. Skinny, skinny jeans is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans is the problem. Skinny jeans. All right. Because you know, if you, what we need is men in the suit, in, in the pulpit wearing a suit because you know, it's right there in scripture. Thou shall wear a suit with a tie. That is what you must wear because suits are always associated with godliness and holiness. I mean, suits and ties are never associated with any Thing else. No, no, no. Skinny jeans is the problem. Effeminate, 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 effeminate. That's the problem. That's the problem. Wait, wait, there's more.
0: And if men, you walk and you dress yourself modestly as well, by the way, let the you know, stupid skinny jeans don't belong on us. Praise the Lord. And they don't belong on our kids. Amen. I'm tired of watching people strutting in and out of the Independent Baptist Church and their skinny jeans. That's
1: disgusting. Makes me. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Don't have skinny jeans on. I want to puke. I can only imagine what it makes God
0: feel like. Amen.
1: Makes him want to puke. Skinny jeans. Of all the things happening in the world, what makes him want to puke is skinny jeans. Why? Why? The Christianity is being ridden out of existence by skinny jeans. And men of that era, they always
0: carried a handkerchief and always carried a comb. It'd be a wonderful thing if our era carried a handkerchief and a comb. But then they couldn't get the handkerchief and the comb in their skinny jeans. Say amen right there. By the way, this crowd that's wearing skinny jeans, listen to me. Father Time is going to body slam them. And the day of skinny jeans, one day will be over. That's good Bible preaching right there. That's good Bible preaching right
1: there. Father Time is going to take away their ability to wear skinny jeans. I guess when you get older, you have to. I guess you just gain weight, or I, I, I guess I, I guess that's the way that works.
0: No matter how you exegete, preach boldly, I can assure you, listen carefully, that it is a Bible impossibility to get out of that phrase sharing, passing out a fill-in-the-blank sheet on a Sunday morning, having a little talk while wearing skinny jeans.
1: skinny jeans skinny i'm trying to do i was trying to do this so serious until i said feminine instead of effeminate, then i messed everything up but i was trying to act like i was serious i i really wanted to sell this like this is a real threat to christianity wait i think there's like 50 seconds more here
0: i see these young preachers wearing skinny jeans and i mean they've got shirts that look like blouses mrs smell that come from mrs hamlin's closet and all these young preachers that are wearing these skinny jeans I want you to know that there's coming a time when father time is going to body slam you and the days of skinny jeans are forever over skinny jeans weed eater haircuts men wearing shirts that look like they're blouses from Mrs. Hamlin's
1: there you have it. That, that's a montage of preachers ranting and raving over skinny jeans. And the reason I'm playing that is because I, I went to the Christian Post this morning and the very first article I saw was, Pastor rebuked for preaching in skinny jeans that made him look like he's trying to be sexy. There you have it. Trying to be sexy. That, that, that's it. Trying to be sexy. Skinny jeans. He, he needs to be rebuked. That's wrong. That's That's ungodly. I, I, I think that sometimes in, in movies that are romantic, the, the man shows up in a suit. So does a suit mean you're trying to be sexy or handsome or attractive? Maybe that, that doesn't work. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can't wear a suit. Maybe, let's see, maybe, maybe you just wear, I don't know. What are you allowed to wear? I mean, what, what, like, can't, I, I, I don't know. But, but this preacher, uh, there's an article made it to the Christian Post. Uh, that this pastor had been rebuked for preaching in skinny jeans. I guess it was a slow day at the Christian Post. Or this, and then that montage though shows there's lots of preachers who've ranted and went and raved and went crazy over this subject. I'm just going to be honest with you. A lot of that just sounds like the old man sitting on the front porch saying, "Get off my yard! Get off my lawn!" It just sounds like the, the some the older generation. Complaining because the newer generation doesn't do it the way the older generation did, and that I can't stand when that enters into Christianity. I can't stand when it becomes like, well, back in my day, we we had we were we had a comb, we had a handkerchief, and we wore suits, and we walked to school three miles in the snow uphill both ways, and and even though I lived in. You know, Arizona and Phoenix or wherever, uh, it was still snowing and it was ice and it was a blizzard or wherever, uh, Miami or the Sahara Desert. It doesn't matter where they live, it snowed. Sometimes you feel like it's just it's just one of those generational things that because you, you did things in your day, that's the way every pers- next generation is supposed to do things. Things change. Whatever generation is complaining about the next generation and your generation, you were wearing things that, guess what, that generation didn't like. You had your hair cut in a way that they didn't like. I mean, there was a time people were yelling and screaming that the organ was an instrument of Satan. Next thing you know, now if your church doesn't have an organ, you're of Satan. Things change. And that's the problem when Christianity gets caught up into these little cultural battles that has nothing to do with scripture, nothing to do with godliness, but has everything to do with personal preference based off your age, based off what you like, your personal preference. You can't make your personal preference someone's standard and, and, and tell them that it's God's standard and then condemn them because they don't dress the way you think they should dress i've said it so many times a lot of these issues that have arisen within the church over arguing and fighting over the way people dress i think i think it could all go away if we would just go back to Some kind of vestments, right? Some wearing a robe, right? If everyone had to wear like a, every preacher had to wear a robe, then there would be no problem. Like, no matter what church you went into, everyone's going to have vestments. They're going to have a robe. And that's what they're, that's what they're going to wear. Um, but people are like, I am not a Catholic. I'm not going to do that because the scriptural mandate is a man wears a suit with a tie. I, I, look, I've experienced this in my church. Someone visited and I didn't have a tie. I had a pair of dress pants, I think a pair of penny loafers, if I remember correctly. Um, I had a white T-shirt with a vest over it. And uh, I did not have – I didn't have – ai don't think I had a suit jacket on. And I don't think, uh, I, no, I didn't have a tie because obviously it was a T-shirt. And they were like, how dare a, a man? They were like, basically a T-shirt is an undergarment and it should not be exposed and should not be seen. And they never came back to the church. They they didn't care about the preaching. They didn't care about the doctrine or the theology. They cared about the fact that I didn't wear a tie. I didn't have a, and I had my T-shirt was showing, My my undergarment was supposedly showing. And I'm like, what in the world has happened here? What, what? Sometimes you're just like, you can't win. So I just wanted to have a little bit of fun here. have a little bit of fun. I, I I still mad at myself for messing it up. That's what happens when you don't, when you go, when you go live and you don't get a second take. I don't know why I said feminine instead of effeminate. I don't know why. I, in fact, I almost, I saw, I was getting ready to say effeminate and stop myself. I don't even know what the, what, I don't even know the firmament. What was I even thinking? I don't know. But this does raise questions. I'm having a little bit of fun, a little bit of mocking, a little bit of sarcasm, but it does raise some serious questions, right? And I have the news story here from the Christian Post about this pastor who was rebuked for wearing skinny jeans for trying to be sexy. And I'm looking at him, and I don't know in any way, shape, or form how he's trying to look sexy. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. But now it's a picture of a guy, so. What what would I know, right? I mean, I'm not going to be attracted to him. So maybe a woman would look at that and go, oh, I can't go to that church. I have lustful thoughts. I have lustful thoughts. I can't go to that church. I can't go to that church. I've had, I, I have heard men complain about the women in their church who are part of the praise or worship or or singing because of what they're wearing, and the men will say, "Man, I had a, I couldn't look. I had to keep looking away. I had to keep looking away. I know she's up there praising God, but I can. All I see is whatever whatever she's dressed in a certain way." Now, some would argue, "Well, hey, that's not her fault. That's your fault. Now, that, that's not her problem. That's your problem." And there is some truth to that. Well, the same thing would be like, well, and, and I, I really would like it to know, like, how many women would would have a problem? Well, like, and, and this is a, a legitimate question. How many women come to church, open their Bible, they look up, the pastor's preaching, he's wearing skinny jeans, and she's like, that's it. That's it. I, can't, I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't focus. I cannot focus on the word of God because skinny jeans and all I have is lustful thoughts. I re- I'm, I'm very curious. Now, I, I have worked with Catholics, <laughs> nurses who were Catholics, who talked about that they had a crush on their, their parish priest, that they thought he was hot. Well, clearly he wasn't wearing skinny jeans, So, but she was having—I I had multiple ones talk about how they thought their priest was hot when they were like 16 or 17 or 20 or whatever the case may be. And and I'm like, so—but so, clearly, I mean, he's wearing vestments for crying out loud, so— Did did that so so how do you explain that? Like like I don't know exactly how we how do we how do we handle this? Some people just like lose it over the skinny jeans, they just lose it, they like lose their minds over it. Now, to me, you can like a fashion trend or you can dislike a fashion trend, right? But it's your own personal thing, right? If if you're not into skinny jeans then don't wear them. Like, what difference does it make to you? I mean, shouldn't our first consideration, our first, if we're going to be worried about the direction of Christianity, should we not be worried about things like, I don't know, The political hijacking of American Christianity, the infiltration of Christian nationalism, the doctrinal mess that the Christian church is in, the uh, biblical illiteracy, theological illiteracy, illiteracy when it comes to church history, shouldn't uh, the, the constant spreading of misinformation and conspiracy theories by church members on their social media accounts, should we not be more concerned with that? Should we not be more concerned with our own struggles and our own lust and our own problems than we are that some preacher in some church? Because I've seen that. Like uh, there'll be a video, you know, embedded into like on social media where someone's going to criticize, say, Stephen Furtick from what? Elevation Church. Or some of the other more well-known pastors. And then everybody like, look at his shoes. Look at that. Look at, I, if he's, if he spent as much time studying the Bible as he does in his wardrobe and it all becomes about his dress, his dress, his dress, his dress. And you're just like, really? Dude, I don't care what he's wearing. Who cares? Who cares? It's the what's being preached. So on one hand, I'm just curious, like I'm looking at this person in this picture of this pastor who was rebuked a a little bit from the story. The founder of the multi-campus Embrace Church in South Dakota, Pastor Adam Weber, says he won't stop preaching in his skinny jeans despite being recently rebuked by a Christian for wearing the offensive pants that make him look like he's trying on purpose to be sexy at his pulpit. Weber, who says 99% of the letters and messages he receives about his ministry are wonderful, recently shared an anonymous letter he received from the offended Christian on Facebook, but insisted that I think I'll keep wearing my skinny jeans, even if they're sexy. In the letter written in red ink, Weber's critic called his choice of fashion for preaching completely offensive and morally Wrong. All right. As a head pastor, do you really think it's appropriate to wear skinny jeans to preach? Since when do men wear skinny leg jeans? Where is your common sense? This is an outrage. You're a representative of Jesus Christ, the anonymous critic wrote before taking aim at the church's worship team. Certainly you can dress professionally and conservatively, You are a role model for crying out loud. The praise and worship team could also dress conservatively, they added. This is mandatory being in ministry. This looks like you're trying on purpose to be sexy, just disgusting for a pastor. Use some common sense. Dress like you should. You're not in middle school, but rather responsible for an entire church. Oh, wow. Oh, just... Just calm down, calm down. But someone is really, 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 really bothered by it. Now, on one hand, I'm curious about the outrage. And wh- and if you're so outraged by it, and and you found their Facebook page, I'm assuming that there was contact information. Why didn't you just contact the pastor directly and say, hey, I'm struggling with something here, right? Like, I'm bothered by your skinny jeans. And if it's a woman, she could say, "Hey, I'm I I can't watch you because the skinny jeans and I'm having inappropriate thoughts." Right? I mean, I mean, you say, "Well, that would be uncomfortable." Well, I know, but at least it would be honest. I'll never forget the story, and it, it really had a profound impact on me. I don't remember who said it. Uh, I don't even remember what, uh, if it was a Christian radio or a sermon, but someone was talking about how one time they, they, uh, every day they went to this gas station slash convenience store. And one day they walked in and realized that, that, that the store now carried pornography. It had a whole shelf of pornographic magazines. Right. And he, he, he walked up to the manager and he was like, look, I've been coming to this store for 10 years, 15 years, but I'm not going to be able to come back. And, uh, he said, because of the pornography. And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, because you're offended by it because you are you hate it. And he's like, no, nope, um, because I want to buy it. So and I never forgot the I love the honesty. Like, I'm not going to come here and rant and rave against it. I'm telling you, I want to buy it. I want it. I want to look at it. I want to buy it. So if I keep coming here, I'm going to buy it. I, I like that just brutal honesty. I don't know why this person's going absolute crazy on a pastor with skinny jeans. I have no idea. I don't know if there's some attraction there, some lust problem. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he mentions trying to look sexy, I think, twice. I think he mentions that twice. Or I don't know if it's a him or a her who wrote the letter. I don't know. I don't think they identify the person because the person is anonymous. So how do you respond to that? Now I don't. I'm not saying the pastor should come about. I, now you could argue the pastor shouldn't respond. I'm going to keep doing it even if it makes me look sexy. I, that's childish as well. I I don't think that's the appropriate way to to look at it. I I think what I would say is okay to the anonymous person who has a problem. If you'll contact me, call me, we can talk about it, and so that I can really understand where you're coming from and understand why you have. So many problems with this. Like, what is what 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 did this trigger in you? You saw it, you were so triggered. You grabbed a pen and red ink and wrote this out. Like, what 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 bothered you so much? Like, what 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 upset you so much? Like, talk to us. Talk to us. Or um, well, maybe they didn't find the Facebook page. Maybe they maybe they responded on the Facebook page. Uh, I'd have to go back through all of that again. But however, I'm assuming if they knew where to send the, if they knew where to send the letter, if they sent it by, it sounded like they they wrote it out on paper. If they sent it to the church, they have the contact information. They have the contact information. It'd be an uncomfortable phone call, I understand, and it may not go anywhere. Now, I think the pastor should have just said, hey, contact me instead of flaunt it. Or, or double down. That doesn't help you. That doesn't help anything. But it's just so weird that there's like a big conflict over skinny jeans. And I thought the skinny jean phase was kind of phasing out. I, th- I thought it, everyone had kind of moved on from that. But I guess it's still an issue. I guess. I I don't know. See, I I really do believe that a lot of these issues could have just been done away with. It's like a lot of times in school, all the problems schools have enforcing dress codes. Kid gets kicked out because they wore this or they get kicked out. And then the kids on social media going, why did I get kicked out wearing this when they get, were wearing that? And they didn't get kicked out. The school's really usually very inconsistent in dress code rule, rules. Many cases, they go after the girls more than they go after the guys. A lot of inconsistency, a lot of just major problems. If, if, if the school's just everyone had a uniform, you wouldn't have the problem, right? Here's the standard uniform. This is what you wear. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. End of story. Problem solved churches could probably resolve it if we wore vestments. The only problem is if, you, if you're if you wearing a robe and someone walks into a Baptist church, they'd be like, what is this, Catholic? Because if they see a robe, they immediately think it's Catholic. But it would, it would I mean, then the pastor could wear the skinny jeans underneath the robe and nobody would have, and then nobody would have a problem. What is the appropriate dress? Now, what a lot of people say is, well, you're going to church. Going to church. Now, if you dress a certain way when you met the king or the president, or or then you should dress that way because you're going to the Lord's house. But is is I mean, is God sitting there worried about the wardrobe? Now, I understand there is the question of modesty. I do understand that, and I'm by no means mocking that. But you know, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. That when it comes to the modesty question, nobody can ever agree upon it, right? You can have a woman, quote unquote, in the worship team, and you can have five people look at it and go, "That's not modest." Oh, what's the problem with that? That, and nobody can agree. And it's just as a pastor, I mean, he's he's got a long sleeve shirt, right? A long sleeve shirt. It's not tucked in; it's untucked, and he's got jeans, and he's got tennis shoes on. What? What's what's the issue? Like, does does he look like a, 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 the the three piece suit kind of preacher? No. I I I just I don't I don't get the the hang up there. I I just don't get it. To me, it's more of an age thing. It's a generational thing. In your mind, a preacher should look this way because that's the way it was when you were a kid. But that cannot become the state. You can't impose personal preference and your own personal experience on everyone else and say, this is what you must do and any other choice is morally wrong. Because what you're saying is "My, my preference is morally right and your preference is morally wrong. And I think that that's just ridiculous. I, I, I don't. I don't see how you could accuse this of being immodest. I mean, he is literally covered from his feet all the way up to his neck. You say, well, those jeans could reveal too much. The shirt comes down a low. A, a low. I, I don't think there would be a problem. I. I. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I don't see it. i i don't i don't I don't see it now some people say you shouldn't even wear jeans. I understand that, but again like can you can you i mean what what scripture would you use thou shall not wear jeans i mean like there there's there, there's no scripture for that, right? Modesty would be the only thing you would have, and you could say, well, jeans are not modest, okay now, what are you wearing with it though if you're wearing something that comes down, right? and covering certain parts of the body, then how could you say that it's being immodest? Like, you know, not to get blunt, but I mean, like, like, I I just don't know. Why is it that if if someone's in a suit, it's immediately, it's godly. And if they're not in a suit, they're liberal and, and, and they're wrong. I don't know. I thought it was ridiculous that this was the subject today. I, I really did. I, I've looked at it. I, I've, I've mocked it a couple of times today, you know, that the, we've exposed the real danger of Christianity. I just don't see skinny jeans as the danger to Christianity. I don't see skinny jeans as something I need to rant and yell about and scream about and rave about during a sermon. I just, I just seem that it's, it's not the problem. Now, I would take it into consideration, and, and, I do, and I do believe this. If someone is telling you, hey, you're looking too sexy, you're looking too sexy, you're looking too sexy, and if they're willing to say, I think you're looking too sexy because I'm having a problem, and they're willing to admit it, I don't care if they're male, I don't care if they're female, then of course you would want to go, well, what can I do to help you out? What can I do to help you out? I just I'm just having a hard time that women are sitting in churches going, oh, those skinny jeans those skinny jeans. I, I, I'm just having a hard time with that. But I think it goes both ways. And what I mean by that is if there's a, if, if you have a female on the platform or the stage, if you, if you go with that direction and someone has an issue, they got to be honest with the issue. Because first of all, the issue is inside of them. And then secondly, I think the way you approach the other person, you can approach them in a way that doesn't make them defensive, but you can approach them in a way going, I need your help. I know that would be an awkward conversation if there's a woman on the worship team going, hey, I got a problem here. I mean, I mean that would be – wouldn't that be an awkward conversation? Hey, I know you're there leading worship and I'm sorry. I'm not worshiping God. I'm just looking at you with inappropriate thoughts. That would be an odd conversation to have. That would be a very odd conversation. Probably be just as odd if the woman was saying, "I can't focus on the preaching because you are in those jeans." So it would be an inappropriate. I don't even know how you have that conversation. But I know that if you don't have the conversation, should you be ranting and yelling and screaming, say, basically accusing the person? Because to me, what I, think, I think sometimes maybe this is the real issue. Maybe this is the real issue. And I know I'm just talking this out in real time. I know I'm just talking this out in real time. I, 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 I was going for the the, the, the dramatic, I'm, I'm taking this serious to say, uh, no, actually, I'm not. I'm being sarcastic. I messed that all up with calling it feminine instead of infem- eff- effeminate. See, I can't even say the word correctly. So that, that's past. But now I'm just really like honestly just trying to have – I guess I'm just talking to my – I'm in my studio just talking to myself and you're just happening to be listening in. Um, but I think – I think there's some truth to this. I think there's some truth. I'm going to take a drink of water. I think there's truth to this. That there are times, I can't say majority, can't say minority, I can't give you a percentage. But I think there are times that our outrage, our outrage is an overcompensation. We're, we're, over, we're overcompensating for our own struggle, for our, our own issue right? We, 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 we have a problem. And so we then we, we give our outrage to the problem to really cover up our own struggle and our own lust and our own problem and our own weakness. Like whatever you have the weakness for, whatever you have the struggle with, sometimes the the people who are screaming the loudest about something and condemning it and condemning it and screaming it and getting bothered are the ones, there's something going on inside of them and their outrage is a covering up. They're overcompensating for, for their own issue. I, I, I think there's some truth to that. I think that there is some truth to that. It's almost like I've got to speak against it. I've got to condemn this. Yeah, because you know your own problem. Instead of just saying, no, I'm the problem. I've got the issue. I'm not going to condemn that because I'm drawn to that. Like it would be better just to be honest with it. I've told the story before um, when I was in the military. We had kind of an email group of a bunch of Christian men, we went on the way to the military base. Anyone who lived on a certain on a certain direction from the military base, if they were uh, on the freeway going on – it was called Winter's Freeway, you were going to see this b- new billboard that had been put up. So it was uh, – we were – everyone had arrived from work that morning. It was early. It was 7.30 in the morning I guess. Um, maybe when the email started going out, but some of the men in the group started sending emails, just you know, basic stuff that we would talk about. Maybe if we were reading a Bible passage, it was just a bunch of Christian men, kind of just an email group, talk about church, doctrine, theology, that kind of thing. And uh, one of the men just came with like, I mean, his, his email came like just it came in hot. It you could just feel the anger in the email, and he was outraged. He was. Furious, He was mad because there was this new billboard that had a woman, I guess, in a bikini. And he was just furious. He wanted to find the name of the company. He was going to call. He was going to demand that that billboard be taken down. It was inappropriate. It was disgusting. It was immoral. It was ungodly. It was the worst thing. He can't believe that that could be allowed in public. It's an outrage. It's blasphemous. It's a sin against the holy God. I mean, he was just losing his mind. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. So, and so I started asking some basic questions. So if if you want that billboard taken down, then any church who puts up a billboard, that should be taken down. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, so the Christian stuff can be up on a billboard no matter who it offends, but anything that offends a Christian has to be taken down because we're offended by, like, I couldn't really get to the bottom of it. Well, it took, I don't know, remember when, or I don't remember how long, but at some point it finally came out that the man had a major, major, major struggle with pornography and lust. His outrage wasn't at the billboard. His outrage was with himself because he saw it and immediately had some serious struggles. Now, I can understand. It's, nobody likes to have those struggles. But the struggle is ours, right? It belongs to us. I've heard men many times complain about what women wear to church. But isn't the issue us and not them? Right, I mean, it, 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 isn't it our issue? You may, you may want. Now, again, I, I, I'm not. I, obviously, within the church, everyone wants to help the other person out. That's why I'm saying the pastor, when he when, when he's rebuked like this, he shouldn't he shouldn't have come back saying so I'm gonna keep wearing it even if it you know makes me look sexy or whatever his exact quote was. That's ridiculous. That's childish. That not that's that's not showing spiritual maturity. You should be like, look, if it's really causing you that many problems, and if you're really finding me that attractive and you're having some kind of lust problem, I apologize and I will do take into consideration what I could do to help, but I need you to I need you to contact me and let me know if that's the problem, if that's the problem. And then then be willing to do something because we have to sometimes be willing to give up our right. We, We always have to be willing to give up our liberty and our right not to cause someone else to stumble. So as much as I'm having fun with this whole skinny jeans controversy today, I am giving it serious, serious thought. I am really trying to unpack it and trying to, because it raises, it raises so many issues. What can and can't be worn in the pulpit, Uh, personal responsibility, outrage that covers up our own weakness and our own struggle, Uh, our rights versus someone else's rights, our liberty versus someone else's uh, struggles. Like it does raise serious, serious issues. Yeah. It's crazy the the way, like to me, all of the ranting and yelling and acting the fool over the subject is not helpful. But I've never been outraged by a pastor wearing skinny jeans. To be honest, I don't really care. To be honest, I don't know if I ever even pay attention to what a man is wearing when he's preaching. I really could care less if it's a suit, if it's jeans, if it's a leather jacket, if it's a t-shirt. I don't care. I'm more worried about how he's handling the word of God. What's he preaching? How is he exegeting the text? Was he consistent in his exegesis? What what was the thesis of the sermon? Did he prove the thesis of the sermon? I'm thinking about all of the stuff being preached, not like, oh, look at those shoes. Look at that watch. There's been plenty of heretics Manipulators, liars, sexual predators standing in pulpits wearing three piece suits. There's been pastors wearing a suit who's sexually molest- molesting children in the church. The suit doesn't prove anything. It doesn't. There's been men who, who've been caught, pastors who've been caught with, you know, hiring prostitutes who wore three piece suits, who wore suits. They had suits. But they were sleeping with prostitutes. So I mean, so what? What? What does the suit prove? Now I understand that there's there's always a line, right? I mean, because that's the problem. Right? It's always the, where do you draw the line? I do understand that. Well, if you allow skinny jeans, well, can you can they preach in shorts? Can like I understand. That, that like everyone's like okay that that's a that's that's a step too far. I do understand that. That's why I think it would be better if we just all pastors we we all just went back to wearing robes, vestments of some sort, and then there would never be another issue. And I understand that you could say, well, just wear a suit because now everyone's everyone's accepted that that's the uniform for the pastor. So I guess a church could adopt a dress code for the pastor. I guess the church could do that, right? Hey, if you're coming to preach at this church, if you're if you are if you if you're going to be hired on as a pastor here, let w- here is the dress code. Here's what we require. I mean, they could do that. Hey, here's your dress code for uh, being in a worship team. I, I mean, you could you could do that. I just I'm looking at this picture and I just don't see. I, don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. So, there you have it today. Skinny jeans is what everyone's ranting and raving about and uh yeah. I, I I just I don't I don't really know what to say other than it does bring up some serious issues. I it'll be interesting to get everyone's thought and feedback. Um I don't know. I think I think m- uh, I, I guess we could get into a whole issue of the, maybe the difference between men and women. Men tend to be more visual. Women don't tend to be. So uh, would would skinny jeans be more of a problem for a man who has same-sex attraction on, on another man than it would be for a woman? I, I don't know. Man, maybe it would. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many – I mean and, and the point is there's no consistency to that either. I don't know. I guess I've never thought if I wear this to church, this could cause someone a problem. I guess I never gave that much thought, never even considered that. And to to be honest, I don't think a woman who's going to be on the platform, say, for praise or worship or whatever, I don't think that they have ever thought this could cause someone a problem. I, I, I don't think anyone thinks of it that way. Maybe someone. I mean, there there's always exceptions. I don't know. You can email me your thoughts. News iF at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I I I am not obviously I just I just gave you a lot of just thoughts. And uh hopefully you appreciate that because I've just I've been thinking about it all day, going, what in the world? The skinny jeans, man. Like I, I can't believe this is an issue in 2022. I can't believe. It's an issue, but it is. And uh, you can give me your thoughts. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. God bless.